Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Next side, don't forget to grab, grab a case of bloke beer from your local uh, Cronulla Sharks. Sharkies, last year, they had fourth best attack, seventh best defence. Uh, a, a bit of a strange one, the Sharkies, because like, I, I understand the argument, you know, that they don't beat the top tier sides yet. There's two ways of looking at that. They are quite a ways off, you know, the premiership standard. Or, with the current squad of where they're at right now, they absolutely nail what they should nail, and they're just a bit of improvement away from being where they need to be. So it's like glass half full, glass half empty. Um, I'm, I'm pretty excited for the night uh, for the uh, for the Sharkies this year. I'm pretty excited. <laughs> Who aren't you excited for? Just can't wait for footy. Really. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited for everyone. Everyone can make my eight. Um, I, I think that. Uh, you know, Fitzgibbon has come out and kind of said, like, I believe that this current squad has been together for a few years now. We're developing. And I, I tend to agree. I tend to agree. I think that this is a third or fourth year that they've been together. They're going to be better for it. Hopefully Dale Finucane can stay uh, relatively injury-free this year so he can straw up that middle. All of their forwards, none of them have played 100 games. They're all about to hit that hunt. Not forward, sorry. Front rowers. They're about to hit that 100-game mark. Uh, you've got guys like Hazleton coming through that's a real crowd favourite that I, I really like. Hines is in his third year of first-grade seven. Trindle has been given the sixth jersey. It is yours now. I think they've got the most underrated outside back line uh, in the competition. Um, I'm, I'm, um, I'm cautiously optimistic for the Sharkies this year. What about you, Guru? Yeah, um, they're a great side to watch. Jeez, if you're a Sharkies fan having a look at this list, how good do you feel seeing 2029 next to Nico Hines? Isn't it? Oh, wow. It is incredible. Um, I think it was, uh, without stealing your gear, Matty the Waterboy, he pointed out to me the other day, of their top 30, only seven of them are signed beyond 2025. Mm. So it's going to be very interesting over the next few years, uh, who stays, who goes, those well, I think players. that reflects Fitzy's kind of comments of this group is in that third, fourth year phase. Yep. So I'd assume if they don't go well this year, I think we'll, we'll see some movement. Yeah. So you've got Blake Braley, uh, Jesse Ramian, uh, Michael Gabriel, who's come over from the Canterbury Bulldogs, a young centre, Nico Hines, uh, Sianna Katoa, Sifatalakai, Toby Rudolph, everyone else off contract at the end of 2025 or before. So interesting to watch that over the next few years. Can be I, I just want to see them win a finals game. 
Yeah. I, I personally think maybe I'm being over the top or whatever, but I think that if they don't manage to do it this year, I think you're getting into yips sort of categories. Really? Yeah. Well, that's where I, I kind of – I agree to you to a, to a degree where I go, if they don't win the finals game this year, I don't think Craig Fitzgibbon is the kind of coach that's close enough, he's good enough. He'd almost rather take a step back to take two step forwards. And that's where I do think that they'll start to make some pretty aggressive roster changes if, like, as in for 26, so 25, they'll still have that same roster. But I think they'll start be looking towards 26 then. Yeah, I hope so. But, like, from what I've seen of Craig Fitzgibbon's coaching, he seems very hesitant to make changes. It's one thing that I has sort of surprised me with this side. Uh, well, the is way, that unfair or? The way I think... No. Spot on. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with that. But uh, the way I think he's approaching that is, I've got this group, mm-hmm. that this is the window for this group. Yep. See how they go. If they can't deliver in their peak year, which would be this year and next year, <coughs> um, then I need a new group, I, I think. Uh, mostly Yeah, quite group. possible. Yeah. Well, an yep. example of that, Guru, is just like the left edge defensively, how it just brought them down for so, so long. It basically took like it was pretty well forced into making moves there. It took an injury with, to make a move. An injury yeah. and Matt Moylan eventually out. It, it forced his hand, like it was because it was just tearing them apart. He sticks with his four forward bench, and that's fine. That's style of foot he likes to play. He likes Blake Braley as an eight minute hook, um, number nine. But you're right, he doesn't like a lot of change, which yeah. is fine. But I, I get where he's coming from in the like the loyalty to a player because sometimes it can draw the best out. But, I mean, you know, I said that weeks before they made the change that they should have made the change with Brindle. Uh, Brindle. Trindle. Um, because they, I, don't feel, I feel like they didn't give themselves enough time heading into finals to cement that left edge to go, we're ready for finals. It was kind of like two or three weeks before finals, they go, okay, yep, this is the setup we're going with. Seemed to improve a bit, um, where I feel like they could have made that call maybe a few weeks earlier to set them better up for that finals game. Yeah. Um, What's, what's heartbreaking with the Sharkies is like the year before they lost in that die, dying moments to the Cowboys and then they lose in the dying moments to the Roosters. And you're like, one play, like one or two plays go differently and we're sitting here going, the Sharkies are building perfectly towards a premiership push. Yeah. And like you do look back, like they've obviously played three finals games in two years. They've lost all three and they've also had two home games. Uh, and you're right, they, they, they've lost them, you know, last-minute plays and whatnot. But like, it's still a loss, though. It's still, and yeah. it's also they lost to that Rooster side, who, as we said earlier, had played eight weeks of finals leading into that. Had a couple of blokes sin bin, I think, as well. Yeah, they had a heap of injuries. They had injuries. They had like it just uh, for, for me that that Roosters one was, and you know, they, I think they they lost to the Cowboys. They then played South Sydney in 2023, and they were just out of gas from that Cowboys game. So yeah. I sort of put the red sharpie through that one. Fine, but that Roosters game that was one that they should have won there at home at Shark Park, you know. The DNA of the Sharkies is that no one comes to Shark Park and outgrits them, mm. and the Roosters did on that night. Yeah, and I think that that's like, again, regular preview, bloke chronicle. Uh, that's where like, it's not about making the eight for the Sharks anymore. It's about winning the big games. Yeah, and so like before they get to finals, they need a few scalps. They need a few big fishes mm. to get to get give them the confidence to head into finals footy. Because right now, if they were to play finals tomorrow, you gotta you gotta Surely they're sitting there going in the back of their minds, oh, we, we struggle in these big games. They have to like, surely yeah. in the back of their heads they're thinking that. Whereas if they get a few scalps on their way to the finals next year, they'll be going in, oh, we're good. We can beat these sides. Yes, finals footies is different. Um, and like I remember sitting there last year, Matty, I want to say about four weeks before finals, they gave it to South Sydney. 
And I remember sitting there going, okay, maybe that's the yeah, game. Yeah, they're on here. But in hindsight, you realise South Sydney had fallen into a heap. Yeah. And they hadn't really had that game. Yep. Um, I, I think the really telling game for me last year, they went out to Penrith, gave it their absolute all, and got pounded into the earth. Yep. And it was just like, like, it was, that's got a scar you. Because you're going, even if we make it into week two, we got Cam McGuinness making a thousand tackle, tackles and we can't even get close to these guys. And so that, surely that rattled their confidence of, like, we are, and look, to be fair, Pen, Penrith and Broncos, they were substantially further ahead of every other side. Um, but it's still got to rattle your confidence. It's such a brutal comp like that, that like the Sharks, the Melbourne Storm, the Warriors last year, all really good teams, but still such a distance away from that top two. Yeah. Like, it's just not fair. Yeah. And that, that's why, like, I think you might have sort of said it this time last year, Kempi, of what's the ceiling on this Cronulla Shark side? And in terms of where they're going to finish this year, they remind me of the Titans a little bit in, like, they could finish third, they could finish 12th, and I struggle to sort of line them up there. But in another sense, they're completely different to the Titans because the Titans, I think, the sky's the limit. They could go on a big run. The Sharkies, I'm confident, will be consistent this year and play some good footy. <clears throat> but how far can this side go? Because you look at this side compared to the last two seasons, there's not been much change really at all. They haven't won a finals game the last two seasons. Well, my point heading into finals last year or the back in the year was not necessarily like how far they can go. I just feel like they're missing one top tier in any position, really. Like they've got Hines, yeah. obviously, at seven. Outside backs, really, really good, but probably just under the top tier. And so if they could just get one more player, and that's why AFB, if AFB was there this year, I'd be Would change so, it? So excited. Like, I think it turn, AFB could turn them into premiership contenders next season. Of course, you've got to look at Nico Hines. Go, right, he's had two brilliant seasons. There's a lot hinging on, on his performances. That being said, he's also still just two years into playing halfback. Mm. So he's only going to get better and better. So I think the upside is remains with Nico Hines and how good can this bloke be as a number seven and a game manager? Because if he can go to another level this year, and it sounds silly about a bloke who won a Dally M two years ago, but I think if they're going to push into, you know, premiership contenders, Nico has to find another level. Yeah. And you have a look at the way they've structured their squad and whatnot. Obviously, a lot of guys coming off contract 2025. If they can get to finals this year, win a, win a finals game, mm. have, a, have a shot at a prelim final, get a sniff of that sort of big stage, AFB walks in next year and then you've got 28 blokes that are playing for a contract. Yeah. You're flying all the You're in the perfect position. Yeah. And that's what's so tough about their like last two final series. Like, you know, they were an inch away from week two of the mm. finals, you know. Um, now, a, a player that I'm really excited and I think this is going to be his best year of his career, don't want to put the mocker on him, Blake Braley, I reckon he's in for an absolutely massive year. He's, um, I think he's around, he's actually played more NRL games than Harry Grant. Um, so, and he's still, I think, I think he's the same age as Harry Grant, so he's about 25. Now, granted, Harry Grant was behind a goat. Um, I think Blake Braley is in for an absolutely massive year. He's had a, two years now with Hines. They work extremely well together. They probably played through the juniors with um, Trindle, um, I'm assuming, but they'd be, he's at the very least been training with Trindle for at least three or four years now. I think he's in for a massive year. He looks like he's put on a lit, just a tiny bit of size just to bulk him up a little bit and just that confidence to run the ball, to run the ball. I'd imagine you're dropping him back to 60. Yeah, for sure. Uh, well, just to, like if they have 
the bench. Yeah, yeah. McInnes. So Kieran McInnes. Yeah. Perfect. I reckon you drop him back to 60 and say, mate, we want you running the ball a bit more. That'd be awesome for Wade Brady because we know how good his running game is, but you can see also that he holds back. He's like, I've got it through 80 minutes. I'm also small. I make 40-plus tackles a game. He's such a lethal ball runner. We haven't seen the best of it. And I think also with Kim McInnes, like, we forget during that transition phase, it was between him and Cookie for that New South Wales mm. Blues jersey when he was playing for the Dragons. He's a, he's a quality um, hooker. Now, it's been a few years, but... If you bring him on for that 20-minute period and then maybe you know move other people around to give him more minutes, Kim McGuinness, that is, he can add some massive punch for the middle in defence. Massive punch. I think the other thing about if you are going to play Kim McGuinness there, like the way that the Sharkies play for that 25 minutes, very simplified job. Mm. I don't even need you to run. Yeah. It's just you just run the side through Nico Hines. And very lead, similar to what Blake does, to be fair. And but, lead the defence. Yeah. Your, your one job is line speed and good service. The, uh, the greatest compliment to Blake Braley is that most people at home would have no idea who Jaden Beryl is. Yeah. We, well, he's a Queensland Cup Player of the Year. That's how good he was. Yeah. And he arrived down there and he has been playing for Newtown. He's, he's probably knocked up 60 games for Newtown by now, I would say. Mm. Crazy. Um, so I'm really excited for Blake Braley. I, th- I think it's the year for him to take that next step, uh, especially in hooking role like, you know, even Cameron Smith, like he was at 25 years old, he was still getting better and better and better. And I said, Kempi, that, you know, maybe uh, like Nico Hines needs to find a new level to turn him into a premiership threat. Maybe Jaden Braley's the man. Yeah. Ma- yep. Sorry, Blake Braley. Maybe if Blake Braley can, you know, impact more with his running game or just creativity around the rack because he's a terrific number nine now. But he said he's young, learning the craft. Mm. If he can go up a level, maybe that's it. Yeah. Uh, I, I hope. Um, I'm really excited for Trindle as well, a whole preseason at six. So he's going to have a very clear vision of what his role is in that side. The, the tough situation that he finds himself in, defensively, he's probably better than Matty Moylan. But I tell you what, Matty Moylan in attack with Nico was some of the silkiest stuff you'll see. Very hard to replace. You know what, like, silky's one way to describe it. I think the other thing that was, you know, Hines' biggest strength is that Moylan was happy to take a back seat, let him be the dominant half, which... Sounds easy, and it almost sounds like Moylan's a lazy player. But, you know, a guy like Matty Moylan, like, he was the Penrith Panthers captain at 23. He was always the guy. Mm. Uh, all of a sudden, he gets to Granella, and the best role that he can possibly play is taking a backward seat to a guy that hasn't played halfback in five years. And he did it perfectly. Played the role perfectly. Uh, Trindle's a little bit more of a ball-dominant guy. I probably think Trindle's more of a seven than a six. Mm. Um, I think that combination is going to be very interesting to see how they gel. The advantage is they've got a pretty... I mean, there's no easy starts in the NRL because all teams are up at the start of the year. Uh, but they have got just about as best start as you could start a season with the Sharkies. All right. I want to ask you about your boy, Kale Iro. Iro, Iro, Iro? Iro I believe. Yeah. Iro. Um, special talent in New South Wales Cup. Mm-hmm. Special talent. Uh, glass half empty. I guess the question is, how come he hasn't already you know, played a lot of NRL? Not a lot of NRL, but... You know, how come there aren't other... For example, if I'm the Eels, oh, I'm calling him every day trying to get him there. Yeah. Um, they, they clearly didn't. But from what you've seen in uh, New South Wales Cup, he is special. And this brings me back to my point of Fitzy's very hesitant to make changes. Um, but at the same time, which Cronulla Sharks outside back do you want to drop? Oh. Like, it's easy to say Talakai. Everyone throws out Talakai straight away. That's fine. Looking at some stats the other day, Talakai is the only player that is not a spine player to be in the top 15 in the NRL for try assists and line breaks. It's incredible in attack. And 
He's a back rower playing in the centre. So he doesn't like he's just learning the position still. And he runs two hundred meters for you from centre. Yeah. yeah. 180 metres he averages at centre. That's mm. unbelievable. Yeah. So as much as I want this kid to play left centre, I actually get why Fitzy doesn't want to make this change. What I don't get is what, go to he should be playing in a row. Why is why is yeah. another clubs going, mate? Here is a you know a decent you know 400 grand contract, which would be unders if he hits his potential, because um, currently I think he's only signed. I don't even know 24. Just this year. This yep. year. So like, you know, I, I hate to keep bringing it up, but like, or even from the Tigers. Mate, if you're anyone, anyone that needs an outside back, I just, I'm just don't understand why Euro isn't Euro isn't out, yeah. out of there. I, I'm shocked he hasn't got a gig yet. I know he was 18th man on a number of occasions last year and was close to playing. But when the time came to pick someone in the team, he went Connor Tracy. Um, so yeah, I, I'm not sure if Euro knows exactly where he stands right now. But I, if I was so many other clubs, I'd be getting his manager's phone number because like. <laughs> I think he, he got him at the Eels. Him yes. and Pensini in the centres. I, somehow he missed my list of 40 dudes that the Eels should have signed in the last two years. You get him for cheap um, and he start. He would be starting in the Eels. Because I... Oh, Matty, can, can, can you have a quick look? I think he got New South Wales Cup Player of the Year two years ago now. Yeah. Like, I was going through his stats, yeah. He was top metre maker in 2022. In like, what did he play? 22 games. Destroyed it last year as well. I think last year he averaged the most post-contact meters of anyone in the comp. Mate, he like if I had to give you a player comparison, he's Val Holmes. Yeah. The way that he moves, like him. Yeah, yeah, twenty twenty two. Yeah, like getting New South Wales player cup of the year, New South Wales cup player of the year from a, as a center. Center is ridiculous, like, absolutely yeah. ridiculous. Um, so yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what happens with him because you'd have you'd have to suggest if he's not getting a start this year, he's going to get a contract from somewhere else. <laughs> Surely. Yep, maybe. Surely. Would have said it last year too, though, to be fair. Yeah. So, um, I think another underrated little signing, mate, is Billy Burns from the Dragons. Agreed. Agreed. I like Billy Burns. I love Billy Burns. I, I've said it on my potty a few times, but I reckon there is every chance he starts on the left edge. It was I'm received saying, well too, Guru. Yeah, yeah, it's real good. Yeah. <laughs> Twitter loves you. <laughs> you should have said, I was saying Blue Burns. <laughs> <laughs> one, of the, one of the... Correct me if I get this wrong, but one of the great uh, sledges on Twitter the other day, God bless that place, <laughs> oh. Guru, Guru had some call about Cade Dice or something, and someone commented, Rogue League Guru, more like Rogue League idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, so switched Time on. Time for a rebrand. Wow. <laughs> um, thoughts on the Sharkies, Hammy? I'm not as bullish on the Sharkies as you guys are. Why do you hate them, I, mate? I, well, because they usually steal all the Tigers players. <laughs> Tiger Sharks, simple as that. But honestly, uh, the the sports bet punters are off them as well. Best back team to miss the eight at two dollars wow. ten. Okay, I've got a missing as well. Um, look, I don't know. They last couple of years, they probably. I feel like they've. I've, I've felt more confident about them. They've got to the finals. They haven't won one. Mm. Um, have they kind of improved that squad in the off season tremendously? I don't, I don't know. They're a good team, but yeah, I, I don't think I can't see them certainly winning the comp. And I've got a missing. So that's where I sit on. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I have them making the eight, um, but they've for me they've got such an exciting team, but they've been extremely underwhelming last couple of years. They've barely got a scout, uh, and that's in the regular season as well. So, yeah, they haven't really improved their roster. I, I think they'll have a similar year this year, make the finals, and hopefully uh, win a finals game, like Guru said. But yeah, I haven't come about seventh. They really struggle to beat top eight teams. That's that just seems to be the ongoing mm. thread with them. So, you know. 
I'll back, I'll back the punters in. I think they miss. I will say, uh, you know, and don't don't come at me, Guru, but Teague Wilton, pretty good player. Goes all right. I know you hate him for some reason. <laughs> That's what I've heard. Is that true or not? Yeah, factual. <laughs> factual. Um, he was one of their better back rolls before he went down. In attack, yep. Yep. So, like, an extra few years in a first-grade system, defensively, you know, maybe he has, has a big year. Oh, for sure. And, look, if he improves his defence, I will fall on my sword in a heartbeat. Uh, but I would be looking at Billy Burns as an option at okay. that left edge. Um, really keen to see Britton Nicola. Yeah. Really keen. I mean, what a good year he had last year. Had him on the podcast the other day, and I was like, um, I said to him, mate, you're like, you've got a great defensive technique, you're a, you're a big hitter, all kind of stuff. And he literally said, you think I'm a big hitter? I was like, uh, yeah. And he was like, oh, really? He was surprised. I was like, well, to be fair, I am a winger. But, um, <laughs> mate, I, I love Britton Nicola as a player. He is – I still think we're going to see – he's just going to get better and better and better. He's got a great story as well. If you, uh, if you said he is the best back rower in rugby league, I'd be like, yeah, okay, I get it. Well, last year, you know, in the, the team of the year, for a lot of people, they just, like, dismissed him. I have no idea why. Like, yeah. that's craziness to me. He was so good you last got, year. Who got in again? Who were the back rows of the year? Fafida, I guess. Yeah, Liam Martin and Fafida. and Liam Martin. Yeah. And See, then, I, I yeah. thought for a season, I thought Nicola had a better season than Martin. So for a season. I. Yeah. I think there's a very fair argument he's the most consistent back rower in rugby league. Um, and, you know, his edge with Nico is only going to get better and better and better. So really excited. Uh, got it. Like, Craig Fitzgibbon, he's in his third year. Uh, look, there's, there's no pressure on him, in my opinion. But I think internally he'll have pressure on himself mm. of if they do struggle again, he's going to have to make some really tough calls, I think. And that's, that's going to be hard for a rookie coach heading into his fourth year of first grade. Um, but it's hard, like, you know, that, uh, that's what I worry about, that if they don't win a finals game this year and that pressure builds, I look at this team and I go, okay, what changes do you make? You don't change anything really, unless Braden Trindle has a poor year or Seifert Centre. You don't really change anything one to seven, I don't think. Maybe a few of the ageing forwards. Yeah, I think the forwards you probably have yeah, to, to look at. A bit more spark there. Mm. Like there's, it's lacking. They're not overly explosive, aside from Nicola, who is and runs the probably best line for back row in the game. Maybe that. That's where you have AFB coming into though. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and also, I mean, I, I don't know how accurate this is, but Hamden Welle uh, to the Warriors, I don't think it's actually that much of a done deal. I've heard that the Sharks are actually really keen to keep him. Yeah, I'd be keen to keep him. So him and AFB, all of a sudden, that's a, that's a great starting four-pack. So, um, okay, time. Rubber meets the road, boys. I have the Sharkies in my sixth, no, sorry, fifth to ninth bracket. Fifth to ninth. Yeah, I've got them um, four to seven, four to eight, that sort of range. I've actually got them in tenth. Uh, I don't feel great about it, but pretty stacked top eight. So I'll go eighth to eleventh. I did not see that coming. No, neither. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
Well, uh, like who? You like so you look at my top eight now. I have got the Eels at seventh. I'm like they're probably a team who could drop out for them. I'm just like. So let me get this straight. You live in the Shire. You abuse the government there by taking all their resources, <laughs> and then you put them outside the eight. Is that what you're telling me, Timmy? If anyone is abandoning the Shire, it's <laughs> Scomo, mate. He's resigned from <laughs> politics. He's resigned from his electorate in the Shire. You point the finger at the wrong bloke. <laughs> Next thing you get to be doing weird stuff at Engadine, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Been there, done that. Mate. <laughs> uh, I got him seventh or eighth. You know what? Even though I just hung a bit of uh, bit of shit on Timmy, I've, I've got him at tenth as well. Oh wow! In the nine to twelve bracket. Well, you know how do you how do you fit them all in? You can't put them all in the top eight, can you? And I said they're going to slide a little bit, so I've got them at tenth. Okay. Okay. The fact that we're leaving them out and you blokes have all got to be in means you're going to have some very interesting sides outside of your top eight predictions because I don't know who drops out of mine, so... Okay.